I had an insurer that was driving back from, uh, he lived in Illinois or his family did. He was driving uh, back to Paducah one afternoon and a turkey flew into his windshield. You're kidding. Huh. Hope it was Thanksgiving week. Yeah. Hi, I'm Todd Farmer. And I'm Sam Wright. And this is What Should You Ask? Today, we're talking about insurance, all things, mostly car insurance, right? That's it. Um, And, you know, we have lots of uh, clients in our law practice. They ask us lots of questions about insurance and we've had issues. So it'll be a good topic. So have you ever been in a car accident? What happened? Well, I have thankfully never been in anything serious. I think I have hit four cars in the rear end, not yeah. paying attention, but I've never been anything serious. How about you? No, same thing. Knock on wood. Um, I've hit parked cars. I ran a golf cart into the side of my car, um, but nothing too, nothing too serious, fortunately. What was it like teaching kids to drive? So I think you're on your, teaching your second kid second how to drive. One. How's it's, that going? Um, you are trying to drive from the passenger seat. You will find yourself slamming your feet into <laughs> On the floorboard, into the floorboard, trying to stop the car. Uh, it's a real challenge, and you know the hardest part with them is when you're in the car with them. It's not too bad. I remember with my daughter uh, after she finally got her license, and one day she left for school by herself, and I was terrified. Oh, I can only imagine. So this question may get us in a little in a little bit of trouble. Any like annoying driving habits of your Lovely spouse. She uh, thinks that I'm not paying attention on the road. Oh, yeah. Usually one, uh, at least once during a trip, she'll yell my name because she says I was getting ready to hit a car or um, I wasn't paying attention for some reason. Yeah. Which I then proceed to remark is, how did I make it all these years without you telling me how to drive? So, <laughs> so I've got two. First... First, uh, my lovely, lovely wife. It's not really a driving habit. It's just a habit in the in, in the car. So she has a minivan that she loves dearly. And it has like the auto climate thing where you set the temperature, like whatever temperature you set it to, that's the temperature that the car is going to get to, right? You just chill out. Like if you want it 72, set it 72 and sit back and relax. If she is hot or cold, like let's say she wants air on, for example. She turns it all the way down to 62. Turns it all the way down. And then when she's had enough of it, instead of turning it back up, she closes the air vents. The way that the minivan ended up at our house, my wife took a work trip and the boys and I drove um, to the car dealership and purchased a minivan and I backed it into her car spot. (laughs) And, And she came back from the work trip and there it was. We didn't talk a whole lot about it. The keys were in. We well, probably started. didn't talk a whole lot <laughs> for a while. My other funny car story is I think I hadn't checked lately. I'll have to check the next time I drive with him. My dad, I think, is a two-foot driver. Oh, he I is. I think he puts his foot both. He's like, still looking for that clutch, isn't he? Right. And he used to drive like cars with clutches. I think he uses both his right and left foot. Anyway, funny stuff. As we're talking about funny car stories, that reminds me one time we were going to Florida on spring break in college. And my dad had a van that had one of the tires on the back next to the 
next to the stair rail. And I'm Did it have like eagle's wings painted on it? <laughs> so we've probably got seven of us and a lot of stuff in this van going to Florida. And we blow out a tire on the way to Florida in the middle of Georgia. And I didn't have a key to unlock the where the spare, where the jack uh, was. Yeah. We had to get that tire changed. So we all thought, well, we're big and tough. And so we just got six guys mm-hmm. around the van and we just picked it up while one other guy changed the tire. And this really nice state police guy pulled up behind us. And I thought, oh, great. He's going to come give us a jack. No, he just kept the lights on. So we could so we could all stand out there and change it in the middle of the night. That's great. So today, our guest, Kim Homer of Kim Homer Insurance, is going to answer everything we need to know about insurance. We've got to have it on our vehicles, but do you have the right coverage that you need? Or even worse, are you paying for things that you don't need? So we're talking today about car insurance. Make sure to join us after the break. This is What Should You Ask? Life doesn't stop just because you're injured. In fact, life keeps going on around you and gets tougher. If you find yourself incapacitated or otherwise unable to go about normal life because of an accident, it's time to talk to attorneys Farmer and Wright. Don't delay. The sooner you file your personal injury lawsuit, the better. Farmer and Wright have helped people just like you get compensation for their medical bills, lost wages, property damage, and other costs. Fight for what's yours. Talk to Farmer and Wright today. Go online to FarmerWright, that's right with a W, dot com. Welcome back. I'm Todd Farmer. And I'm Sam Wright. Thanks for joining us on What Should You Ask? Today, we've got a special guest. We've got Kim Homra, an insurance specialist with the Kim Homra Insurance Agency. Kim uh, was telling me before we started that he's been in the insurance business for over 35 years. So we've got a lot of Interesting. That's a long, that's a a long, long time, time doing one thing. That's a long time. Every time I tried to get out of it, I just, <laughs> just got get back, sucked in. back in. There you go. Back in. Oh, I enjoy it. So when we were going over this, like one of the topics, why why this topic, Sam? Why do we decide to talk about it? Yeah, insurance? so we get we get lots of questions from clients from the law practice that we own um, about insurance, about what kind of insurance they should have, how much is enough, how much is too much. And and we thought, well, we need to get the expert on board, right? When somebody comes in and they're asking, say, hey, I need insurance, what type of insurance do I need? What's the first thing that you usually ask them? Well, what we do at our agency, uh, I always like for the uh, potential customer to bring their current policy. Okay. Because most people really don't understand what all those numbers mean on there. All they look at is what they pay a month or six months or a year. So I have a lot of people, Mm -hmm. I ask them, oh, have you got full coverage? And they'll say, yes, I look at their policy and they've just got liability. So what does that cover and not cover? Right. Okay. Well, that to me is the most important part of the insurance policy. So liability limits are what you're legally responsible for. Uh If you're involved in an accident, you're at fault. Gotcha. There's three parts of that liability limit. You've got bodily injury per person, uh-huh. per occurrence, and property damage. Okay. The state of Kentucky now, the minimum is 25000 per person, 50000 per occurrence, 
and they finally moved it up to 25,000 property damage. Okay. Which okay. means those three limits are the minimum that you're required to have in Kentucky. In the state of Kentucky. Okay. And to me, with today's medical costs and the cost of vehicles, that's not enough. You know, Kim, early on in my legal career, I had a lady come in that had been rear-ended, and and she had a uh, permanent neck injury. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were really disappointed to learn that the person that she was driving around that had hit her only had those minimum limits, and there wasn't really anyone to cover recover for. Sure. So when you say liability only, so what happens then if I go out and I'm 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 not paying attention and I run off in a ditch and total my car. What happens if I've only got liability coverage? Uh, you have no coverage on fixing your vehicle. The other parts of the auto policy are collision and comprehensive. Collision covers your vehicle if you're involved in an accident and you hit another vehicle you hit a stationary object like a telephone pole, you run into a ditch, if you hit a mailbox, if you back into a post at a grocery store or whatever else, uh, that's to fix your car if you're at fault in the accident. Right. Are there a lot of people out there with just liability coverage? Uh, yes, and that's because either their vehicle is extremely old uh, or they have no lean on their vehicle anymore. And that's okay. a personal choice. If, right. if you have an older car and you don't have a lean on your vehicle, then that's your choice if you do not want to cover your vehicle for damages. Tell the listeners what comprehensive is. Comprehensive covers your vehicle for fire, if it burns up, theft, if it's stolen, collision with an animal or a bird, or if a tree limb falls on it. Okay. Hold so on. Hold so on. when your son comes in and says, I hit, hit a deer, deer. Yeah. But that deer looked that deer looks a lot like a mailbox. <laughs> so if you if you don't have comprehensive, it's possible that your policy won't cover you're not covered under your policy if you hit a deer. Correct. Oh, that's okay. what that's what okay. liability that. No, that's good to know. Deer, know. dogs, uh I've seen, you know, even raccoons, uh, just whatever. In the state of Kentucky, there's no deductible that applies toward glass breakage. Oh, that's why those glass companies are so like, yeah. That's interesting you say that because it's, I turned my visor down the other day and it looks like a rock has hit my windshield. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that's an automatically covered? It's covered event? in the state of Kentucky. I, I didn't if know you have, let's say, $500 deductible on comprehensive coverage to cover if your car catches on fire, that's fire. Or if it burns up in your garage, that's covered under fire. Uh, vandalism, if someone vandalizes it with a key or whatever else. Uh, or if you hit an animal, that's your deductible comes into play. Okay. But in the state of Kentucky, if you bust a windshield, either by a rock uh, or it shatters because of the cold, there's no deductible applicable. So you pay nothing. Right. What is uninsured and underinsured coverage? Why would I ever need that? Well, the main reason uh, I tell people or advise people about uninsured motorist coverage is because 
there's roughly 20 to 25 percent of the people in the state of Kentucky that does not have car insurance. So 25 percent of the cars on the road don't have one out of five, one out of four. Right. Wow. Wow. Uh, A lot of people are notorious to come in and buy insurance for one month, go to the courthouse, get their tags. They're good to go. And they They let it cancel after. So if someone hits me and they don't have insurance, is that what uninsured protects me from? Correct. Uninsured motorist coverage. You carry the limits of bodily injury per person and per occurrence. Uh, the state of Kentucky does not offer property damage on uninsured or underinsured motorist coverage. Illinois does. Kentucky does not. What What are like some additional coverages that you think folks, you, you recommend that your, your clients opt into? Is there anything? Well, like- what we've been talking about lately is uh, personal injury protection, mm-hmm. PIP, mm-hmm. which most uh, cheap, isn't it? It's extremely reasonable. Yeah. So is on an underinsured motorist coverage and even raising your limits of liability. Check with your agent. It's not that expensive to increase your limits of liability. But personal injury protection, especially with the cost of medical expenses now, and it also includes funeral expenses and lost wages. Most people purchase the basic, which is ten thousand. Mm-hmm. That covers you and any passenger in your vehicle. It's getting to be now where we offer at least an additional ten thousand or twenty thousand okay. in personal injury protection. It's a very important coverage. That brings me to a few more questions, but we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about how to save money on your coverage and what what happens and what should you do first when you have an auto accident. This is What Should You Ask? Bankruptcy is a nightmare to go through. What should you ask? Well, that's why Farmer and Wright are a sponsor of What Should You Ask? Because that's one of the toughest questions you'll face. How do you answer those credit calls? What do you do when you're faced with innumerable bills and debt collectors breathing down your neck? Farmer and Wright can help answer those questions. If you're listening to their What Should You Ask podcast, you've heard a lot of great advice already, but it may be time to get them involved in your case. Get a fresh start and find out what you should ask at FarmerWright, that's right with a W, dot com. Okay, welcome back. I'm Sam Wright. And I'm Todd Farmer. Uh, Thanks for joining us on What Should You Ask. We've got Kim Homra from Homra Insurance joining us, answering questions about insurance, right? So, before we took a break, we wanted to ask you, Todd and I have been talking about this. What about coverage for other vehicles like ATVs, boats, RVs, motorhomes? Is it is it similar? Well, uh, yes. Anything that you have to get a title for in the state of Kentucky requires insurance. Okay. Okay. So if you have a boat, but the liability portion, it's like driving a vehicle. You're legally responsible if you're involved in an accident on the water and you run into another boat, or even if you hit someone's property out there, you run into a dock. Okay, so let's say I either didn't like my last insurance or I bought a new vehicle, and I'm, I'm going out and I'm looking for insurance. There's, you know, there's this big push today to try to take everything online, do everything online, which I don't necessarily like, but tell me the difference between trying to do that online Versus going in and seeing seeing a local agent like yourself. Most people, they don't know that much about insurance. Right. Uh, 
It's not taught in school. Very few people know have to get insurance until their parents say, it's time to get off my policy. <laughs> no, seriously, it's something that young people aren't taught in school about. You don't think about it until after you get out and you're on your own and you have to go buy your own insurance. And most people go back to where their parents were, which is understandable. <laughs> you know, my, my big thing is um, if I have a problem, who do I call? You know, that's my big thing about yeah, being online. I don't online. want to call an 800, you know. I don't want to talk to a different person every time I dial the phone number. Whereas if you go local, you know, you can deal with the same person. You can get the answers. You That's need. true. That's true. And most people are lost when it comes to sure how much insurance do I need? Yeah. You know, what's going to protect me from being sued? So let's say I decide to shop locally. Um, I come into your office saying, well, I've got, I got a new car. I need to talk about car insurance. So what makes Sam's insurance different than mine? What makes his rate higher or lower than my insurance? The individual policies, auto policies, are based on your prior driving records, accidents, violations, and uh, now it's, and for the last several years, insurance companies do what's called a credit insurance score. It's an insurance score. It's not a credit report, but they have access to how well you pay your bills. Hmm. Basically, insurance is a contract. Can they just call me up one day and said, you know, we've been watching you drive down the road and, and you're, you're not a very yeah, you're not a very good driver. <laughs> yeah. So we're just gonna cut you. Can insurance just drop me if they want to? Uh not during your current term. Okay. Unless you falsified anything on okay. the application that they find what's out. A, what's a normal term? Are most insurance three months, six, six months? months, and now most of them are going to a year. So let's talk about what happens, God forbid, if you get in an accident, as far as what the process looks like for claims. So the first thing after they, they've done the police report and all those things, what do they need to do well, next? Well, the first thing is, yes, call the police. Yeah. Uh, that helps settle the claims uh, on both parties. If both parties have insurance. What about the Walmart parking lot? Aren't those tough ones I've heard? They're extremely tough. Uh, A lot of people uh, think that, oh, you know, you back out at the same time and everyone, you know, says, oh, I didn't see you. You didn't see me. It's a no fault state. Let's just let's go and go on. (laughs) We have found out more and more that you're safer if you do have a police report. Claims would prefer to have a police report. The other insurance company would rather see a police report because it also uh, lists witnesses, other passengers in the vehicles, Mm -hmm. which helps settle the claim. Gotcha. All right. So after you call the police, you got in a police report. What do you do next? Call your insurance agent? Call me. Call your insurance company. Correct. So we have an accident. I call it in. Well, I've got to go to work for the next two weeks while my car's being repaired. So... Do most policies provide, like, I get this question, like a sure. rental, or is that some special rider or something? That's another That's another coverage that is offered, is rental reimbursement. That's and probably pretty cheap. I'm, it's pretty mean. reasonable. It's usually based on two figures, so much per day, and for so many days. A lot of people do $30 a day up to $900, whichever you'd use first. Okay. 
What about totaling? Like, does what, what, what does that mean? Well, insurance companies, uh, after you wreck a vehicle and you get a couple of estimates from a body shop, if the damages to repair your vehicle are 70%, I think that's basically what they go by. If, if the damages are 70% of what the vehicle is worth, they will total the vehicle out. So it's not, it, it does not have to be in excess of the vehicle's value. It's approximately 70% of the total right. value. And then there's this issue of buying back the vehicle. The problem with that then is you get a savage title, and a lot of insurance companies will not insure a vehicle for that same reason. They don't want to take on the liability of you driving a vehicle that's been totaled in a wreck. Right. Well, so there's it sounds like there's lots of issues that, that are involved with insurance, selecting policies and things. So it sounds like folks really need to get an agent they're comfortable with and sitting down and talking to them about what they need. Yes. We've learned a lot today. So if someone wanted to get a hold of you, just look you up online at Kim Homer Insurance Agency. They can look me up online. They can go drive by my office. Uh, yeah, I advertise some also. Or uh, they've got one of those old antique things called a phone, phone book. book. I bet you're even in the phone in there too, aren't you? Not in the yellow pages anymore. But <laughs> yeah, join the club. Join the club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, All right, Kim. Well, we but, thanks again uh, for joining us today. Okay. Well, yeah, it was great. Thank you. Social Security Disability is supposed to be a safety net. It's supposed to help people who are in great physical or mental distress. But Social Security Disability is frustratingly difficult to navigate. And that's where Farmer and Wright can help. Attorneys Farmer and Wright are experts at helping people just like you get the compensation you deserve. If you or a family member are having trouble getting Social Security Disability benefits, contact Farmer and Wright today. Online at FarmerWrite, that's right with a W, dot com. So the biggest thing that I learned during uh, Kim's information was probably in the state of Kentucky, there's no deductible for auto glass, you know, windshield breakage. That's good to know. I think most people may be reluctant to get their windshield repaired thinking they don't have the money. They'd have to pay for it out of pocket, essentially. Yeah. So that's good to know. And I didn't realize uh, that the uh, that the rental was limited. I thought if you had like you know coverage and you had an accident that you automatically got a free rental car. So I think that's something I'll certainly ask the next time I'm renewing my insurance. Yeah, it was good stuff. If you like what you've heard, make sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to where you listen to podcasts. If you loved what you heard, then leave us a review where you listen and tell anybody that we're at whatshouldyouask.live and we'll see you next Wednesday. Every Wednesday, we ask what should you ask about life topics, so make sure you come back to hear about what we're asking. What Should You Ask is hosted by Todd Farmer and Sam Wright. The producer is Jennifer Caldwell. Visit whatshouldyouask.live to download additional episodes, suggest a future topic, or get a free book from the host.
information provided on this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered as legal advice on any subject matter. You should not act or refrain from acting based on any content mentioned without seeking legal or other professional advice in your area. The hosts, guests, and sponsors remove themselves from all liability for actions you take or fail to take based on any content in this broadcast.